Good afternoon, everybody on Educated Economist here. So, the global slowdown, it continues. It's getting worse by the day. Uh, articles are coming out like crazy about like China slowing down. The United States is obviously slowing down. The home builders are probably one of the best indicators of what's going on in the United States. Same thing with China, too. Like, there's so much that goes on with property development that incorporates itself into the rest of the economy that by just looking at the property developers alone, you can really just judge the health of the, the economy by, by following that. And right now, the builder sentiment is terrible. And I know, I mean, I work in the building industry. I do building supplies for a living. That's what I do. I sell retail. And it is incredible to watch when there is a huge, like, booming building season and what that is like at the lumberyard, it is intense. There is many phone calls. There's constant quotes. There's special orders rolling through. There is a lot happening. And when you come into a slowdown, like the wintertime, it's pretty typical that, you know, less phone calls, less special orders, stuff like that starts happening. But right now, it is obviously slowing down. Like, it is not just a slowdown in the amount of sales and special orders that are taking place. But it is a slowdown in the, like, future thinking of projects. Like, people coming in looking for, like, say, possible future deck plans. You know, like they're going to build a deck next summer or something like that. A lot of times people will come in looking for what the quotes are right now. So they have an idea of what that's going to be like going, going to be, you know, when they do the project next year or something like that. Like, they're getting their budgets in mind. And a lot of that has really dissipated. Like I'm not getting many of those future project kind of kind of calls right now. Um, something interesting on the flip side of that is there are a lot of orders coming in. Like say, you know, windows and doors, things that have been taking quite a bit of lead time to them have now started to come up in more frequency as far as the orders. Like you know, people coming in and placing these things. <coughs> Excuse me. And although it's not like the intense that you would expect from like a booming season, it is pretty surprising considering the time of year and what's going on with the rest of the economy out there. Seeing this retail sales of doors and windows stay not necessarily like steady, but better than the rest of the building industry that I'm seeing out there. So it seems like these shorter lead times for doors and windows has encouraged people to start replacing those doors and windows say that they have been postponing because of those long lead times. It seems like some of that kind of kind of activity has taken place. But overall, it's slowing down. Everything is. There's less material coming through. There's less orders being placed on a on the overall there is less happening when it comes to the amount of distribution going through not only just what I'm seeing personally, but throughout the rest of the economy. And you can really see that. Just take a look at the articles that I leave down in the description. Trucking is a good indicator of this. Now, I guess my point to all this is that when we have this slowdown, this gives an opportunity for there to be a change in the way things are done. This is something that I have been saying for quite some time. And that I feel that when we come through this whole 
next recession, downturn, whatever it is, the next booming economy, whatever that looks like, is going to have a digital aspect to it. I believe everything is going to get tokenized and be on a digital ledger distributed type of system. Like everything is going to go blockchain. And when I'm finding the articles that I'm finding now talking about how they are trying to change and establish and now incorporate the new digital systems within the supply chain, it, it almost guarantees that there is going to be something like that going into the future. Like almost guaranteed. And <clears throat> something that I'm finding interesting, I, I didn't catch the mill that it was from, but I should probably go and take a look at that. But I noticed like two by fours now have almost like a serial code written on. Like each individual two by four has another in you know individual mark on it. So I'm thinking there. That's like the first step to tokenizing all the lumber is to have a serial code on each one of these sticks of lumber. Because with that now you can track and trace. Make it as something as simple as a QR code, and now you do have, like, something that you can really, like, trace from the time that it leaves the forest all the way to it goes to the address of the house that it gets used in as far as the construction goes. That's something that's really scary to think about, but also pretty cool. Like, how well they can track each individual piece of item all the way down from the tree to the stud in the wall that's pretty cool like scary <clears throat> but pretty cool because now you think about like if they were able to do this say into the food supply well now you may have you know something that has like an E. coli breakout you know you got bad lettuce or bad beef or something that's going on with a digital technology you can track and trace every single package, every single piece of that stuff that has been distributed throughout the entire supply chain. I mean, right down to the person who bought it. Like you could inform that person that they have purchased something that is tainted or considered, you know, no good. And that is pretty neat. Like, I mean, it could actually send you an alert that would let you know that you have purchased something that has, that is not good, that is not safe to eat. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, this is this is scary in its sense, you know, I mean, like what it can do, but it's also pretty cool, right? I mean, this is going to be the most efficient possible system that could ever, ever been conceived. And what it's going to do for technology and, and humanity, I mean, who knows? It's, again, like, you know, I'm not trying to brag it up saying it's the, the greatest thing that should happen. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that it shouldn't happen either. I mean, I'm just saying that it is happening and some of the neat benefits that are going to come from it. Now, granted, there's going to be some really horrible stuff that comes from it too. And especially if you let your imagination roll and get into the conspiracy theories of it, then yeah, it can get pretty, pretty scary out there as far as like cutting off your ability to purchase food even, you know, if you don't behave within the confines of what the government says is appropriate. I mean, whatever that's supposed to be. I mean, these things are, that's feasible. I mean, that could really come. And if that is the case, then you know you're going to have to have something outside of the system. And that's where, like, being involved in the other cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin or even, like, some of the security coins like Monero, which is not tracked, like, or traced like the Bitcoin Bitcoin protocol can be. There's all kinds of ways to be outside of the system to get out of this. Now, the only problem with that is, is that everybody else is going to be involved in that system. And if you want to participate in society, that's what you're going to have to be involved with. That's scary to think about. So be sure and have your alternative ways like, you know, gold and silver, ammunition, um, you know, having the cryptocurrencies, being able to can food. That's like one of the most important things that I think a lot of people overlook. They have a year's worth of food supply, but they don't know how to can. They don't have canning supplies. That's like, you know, if you have a good set of canning supplies and a, you know, a fair amount of lids and rings and jars, you can really survive just by canning food and not have electricity. You don't need electricity to make it happen. I mean, you do have to have other forms of energy, whether it be like, you know, propane or even wood would do it, but you gotta figure out a way to can that, you know, heat that pressure cooker up. But really that's all you need to do is get it up to temp and keep it at that consistent temperature and you can preserve food with no electricity. Um, having that skill, I think is gonna be well, not only just a good skill to have in general, but I think it's going to be quite valuable going into the future. Um, you know, that's something that my wife is really good at. She knows how to can food. So, All right, I'm going to leave it at that. Uneducated economist. You guys let me know.